Romans, it strives to reconstruct a slice of the life of the city itself, reflected in twenty-four of its many thousands of facets. While the people in this reconstruction are largely fictional, their lives are not. From the point of view of the modern ancient historian, antiquity is less about great men than about the social infrastructure that underpinned those men and their deeds. Consequently, archaeologists, sociologists, epigraphists, and those in a host of other disciplines have contributed to giving us an overall picture of how ordinary people lived and worked in ancient Rome. This book has drawn upon all these sources, and also upon the most valuable resource of all, the anecdotes, jokes, speeches, and correspondence of the people who actually lived there. The classicist will note where, in the cheerful knowledge that the copyright on these works expired centuries ago, the writing of a host of contemporary or near-contemporary Romans is woven into the text, from the letters of the erudite Pliny to lewd graffiti salvaged from brothel walls. As far as possible, the people of Rome speak of their experiences for themselves here. And for those Romans who had no voice in their society, this book attempts to speak for them. Often, examples of the original sources are given as excerpts which accompany the main text, and in many cases the experiences of numerous individuals have been combined to depict one hour in the day of a single person. The totality of these twenty-four hours is more than the sum of its parts. In the end... This book has only a single protagonist. That protagonist is the city of Rome, a teeming, bawdy, barely governable ant-heap of a place. Its flaws are many, and sometimes horrifying. Yet we nevertheless find in this city a huge energy and optimism. There's an entrepreneurial spirit and an unflinching belief that no matter how good or bad things may be, they can always be made better. In Rome, the slave strives to be free, the freedman to be prosperous, and the wealthy merchant to be accepted by higher society. While often complaining bitterly about their lot, the Romans are seldom resigned to it. They are dynamic, not depressed. They are convinced of their own superiority and imbued with the feeling that now they are here at the centre of the universe, they should make the most of it and kick and claw their way to a better life for themselves and their children. Ancient Rome was more than a collection of buildings. It was even more than a society of interlocked communities of very different peoples and individuals. Above all, ancient Rome was an attitude. Hora Noctis 6 Midnight to 1am The Watchman Handles a Complaint The fact that Petronius Brevis has a child, a daughter, gives rise to much ribald humour in the small apartment block that he calls home. The wife of Petronius Brevis works at a fishmonger's stall in Rome's Forum Piscarium. As part of her job, she has to supervise the transfer of live fish. 
These fish are brought to Rome at night in barrels of water. They are shipped live to avoid the problem of the fish spoiling during transport from where they were caught. Once extracted from the barrels, during market hours the fish swim around in shallow basins carved into the shop's stone countertops. That way Romans can get their fish really, really fresh. In fact, it is not unusual for a fish to be served at the table within an hour of its demise at the fishmonger's. Getting the fish out of their barrels and into their countertop basins needs to be done before the first shoppers hit the forum around sunrise. And this means that the wife of Brevis has to leave home an hour beforehand. Before she sets off for work, she usually prepares breakfast and leaves this on the kitchen counter for her husband to eat when he gets in. Although, given the hour he will arrive, he might view it as supper. Brevis usually...